Welcome to the Narrowing Path, Walking the Spiritual Walk. My name is Steve Van Eiderstein. Thank you all for joining me again tonight as we go through and we do today's daily reading from James Allen's Daily Meditations. This, of course, will be fresh to you and fresh to me, meaning that you'll get my genuine response, reactions, observations, and what I relate to about the reading, as this will be my first time hearing it right here on this podcast with y'all. So I'm looking forward to it. And... The uh, reading yesterday ended with a, a phrase, adopt a life of self-obliteration, which is really giving up of your selfishness and self-centeredness and those things we cling to to define ourselves that stand, stand in the way of us and that universal power, that God consciousness. And I really, really loved that. Uh, it's such a powerful, such a strong and um, jarring way even to say it. Self-obliteration uh, gives it a good understanding of the, the, the tasks ahead, that's for sure. So let's see what the 17th holds for us. So this is today's daily reading, November 17th, from James Allen's Daily Meditation. God does not alter for man, for this would mean that the perfect must become Imperfect. Man must alter for God. The children of truth are in the world today. They are thinking, writing, speaking, acting. Yea, even prophets are amongst us. And their influence is pervading the whole earth. An undercurrent of holy joy is gathering force in the world so that men and women are moved with new aspirations and hopes, and even those who neither see nor hear feel within them strange yearnings after a better and fuller life. The law reigns, and it reigns in men's hearts and lives. They have come to understand the reign of law, who have sought out the tabernacle of, true, of the true God, by the fair pathway of unselfishness. The law cannot be broken for man. Otherwise, confusion would ensue. This is in accordance with harmony, order, and justice. I love that. You know, there's a some understandings in the psychological psychology world and therapy and counseling world about structure and how it provides safety, how it provides security. And that's what I'm kind of reminded of at this point in time reading this because what it's saying is the structure and the safety and security that is God, that is the laws, that is the that that creative powerful force that runs through all of us and that has to remain the same it can, it's unchangeable that's why it's always been that's why it's always will be it always will be and that's why it still exists now There's peace in that. I guess that's what I'm trying to say. 
there's a lot of peace knowing that if I align myself to something of that nature, I'm aligning myself to the eternal, becoming part of it. How amazing is that? I forget where I was reading, but it says the river is always, I think it's Khalil, Khalil, Khalil Gibran. Spoke about how the river was scared to get lost in the sea. And uh, looked back out where it came from and all of these things. But there's no turning back. Just like for us, there's no turning back. And we don't lose ourselves in the sea. We become the sea. We are the sea. We always have been. That's the thing. So when we align with that eternity, with that eternal truth, when we align to these things, that, my friends, is where the peace is. So, that's why he's unalterable. That's why God must stay the same and we must have conformed to these ideals. God does not change for us. We're, we're temporary. These physical, This physical existence is temporary. And it's best we remember that, honestly. So, this for opening line, God does not alter for man, for this would mean that the perfect must become imperfect. Man must alter for God. That's um, that's exactly what we were talking about. Right? The, perf the perfection of God and the law of the universe and all of these powerful things, these... These are perfect. These are always, these have ever been. These old, these are always will be. So we must conform to those. Because they need to remain as well, don't they? They need to be there. The stability of them needs to be there. That keeps the world running uniformly anyway. So to align with spiritual principle, virtue, law, Discipline is to align with something that will always be. And that's a pretty amazing thing. But it won't align with us. We change. Uh, we change to our truest nature. And then we align with it. And so it's kind of funny. I believe that we get so worried about it when really we're just going home. Beautiful thought, but scary at the same time. The children of truth are in the world today. They are thinking, writing, speaking, acting, yea, even prophets are amongst us, and their influence is pervading the whole earth. That's pretty powerful stuff, isn't it? It's saying those of enlightenment, those with that, the knowledge that we need to know, the knowledge and the ability to influence. And the ability to teach, really, at the end of the day, is what's happening. And live in a way to guide and encourage. They're here. They were there then. You know, this was written. This was back in the early 1900s. They're still, like, 
people are still coming forward and people are still here. There's still those that are walking this path that are going to be the teachers. There are those that are walking this path that will be the leaders in this and not a leader in the sense that we think of it, but more a shower of the path. Because these are things that no one person can contain and need to be sought out to receive, but more so it's a path that needs to be shown so someone, so an individual can walk it on their own. No one will have the answers, but they will potentially give you direction to find them. An undercurrent of holy joy is gathering force in the world so that men and women are moved with new aspirations and hopes. And even those who neither see nor hear feel within themselves, within them, strange yearnings after a better and fuller life. So there's this. It's interesting to hear this perspective because I don't know if it exists in the same way, at least. Maybe I don't see it all the time. Maybe that's where this lands. But, you know, the, people are rediscovering joy. It's a movement of growth. It's a movement of coming from a place of love and understanding and compassion and empathy. There's more and more of that that's being found. But as more is found, the opposite will also strengthen. You know, that's just how this world kind of works I believe when you have strength growing in one side the opposite must be there to counterbalance it but there's this sense that there must be more I mean it's it's all over the place in the substance use world with alcohol and with drugs in the video games in the porn in the Societal cultures, gender ideologies, political landscapes. There's more to life than just this. And people are starting to believe that and feel that and want that sense of fulfillment. Not to be defined merely by labels that they can cling to out of desperation. To give themselves that identity. It's the... Frantic clutching to labels as an identity that keeps them from finding theirs. At least that was my experience. I needed to define myself by all of these external things. And then suddenly I was, when they, I was able to let all of them go, I found truth. And I found myself. Which, thank God for that. The law reigns and it reigns in men's hearts and lives they have come to understand the reign of law who have set out the tabernacle of the true god by the fair pathway of unselfishness so let's read that again the law reigns and it reigns in men's hearts and lives so it will always be there our hearts and our lives spirit and physical material world they have come to understand the reign of law who have sought out the tabernacle 
the true God and by the fair pathway of unselfishness. Walking that pathway of unselfishness, you will all the truths will be revealed to you. You'll see further in and past them. You'll gain wisdom and understanding. Through observation, witness, and experience. What a beautiful thing. The pathway of obsession, of unselfishness. The road to the true God, to the understanding and perceiving of the laws. Now the ending line, the law cannot be broken for man, otherwise confusion would ensue. This is in accordance with harmony, order, and justice. Bringing it full circle, isn't it? Bringing it right back to the beginning. Bringing it back to why God needs to remain the same for one of many reasons. Because without the stability... Without that structure and the familiarity that we unknowingly have, confusion would just be everywhere. Who knows what this world would look like? So thankfully, thankfully God always remains the same. So, but... All right. Well, there we go. That's the end of the reading for today. and I enjoyed that. I enjoyed that foundational understanding that he was talking about today. God is. He'll always be. Always. His power will always be. However you want to view it, Mother Nature, whatever. Will always be and will always behave the same regardless of what we think about it. And it's a beautiful understanding to have. So, But all right, well, thank you all for joining me again tonight. Beautiful reading. Hope you all enjoyed it. And I'm looking forward to tomorrow. So until next time, thanks. 